This is Marketplace from APM. I'm Kai Rizdahl. So there was that study that Raj Chetty and I were talking about, economic mobility in this country and, to a degree, inequality as well. It's been a couple of years now since Occupy Wall Street, really, that people in the top slice of this economy have come to be known as the 1%. And generally speaking, the 1% don't advertise the fact that they are more fortunate than the rest of us. Reporter Sean Cole has a phrase for that. He calls them the stealthy wealthy. And he went out and decided to ask some of them why the stealthiness. From the Wealth and Poverty Desk, here's Sean. I knew this wouldn't be the easiest story to do. I mean... What do you send out a mass email saying, I want to talk with rich people on national radio about how they don't like to talk about being rich? Which is what I did. Because it had happened where I'd known someone for a while, discovered he was wealthy, and thought, how did I miss what seems like a pretty fundamental fact about him? And then, two days after I sent that email, it happened again. Here it is. Oh my goodness. I got a message back that said, Sean, we used to know each other. I might be able to be of some service on your story. My contact info is below, Adam Blank. Hey. Hello, sir. Come on in. Wow. This is... It's, it's conspicuous. This is not... <laughs> I hadn't seen Adam in almost 20 years. He'd gone to school with a friend of mine. What do you want to do? You want and I had no idea that, that he'd inherited time. millions of dollars from his grandfather and his father, nor that he currently lives in a three-story house in Brooklyn with a basement, back deck, backyard, and one very special feature that practically made my eyes moist. Oh, my God, you have a garage. These days, he spends a lot of time managing the wealth. But he had crappy jobs as a kid, just like the rest of us, and then worked in social services and then in the film industry. In most ways, he's about as stealthy as they come. You didn't know I was wealthy because you never came to my house, right? So why would you think? I don't dress... Wealthy, if I had wealthy friends, you probably wouldn't know me. <laughs> my peer set is more like you, right? Writers, uh, designers, right? So I can't go, oh, uh, Sean, what do you think about uh, private equity investing? So he just doesn't talk about his money over much. And in interviewing him and a couple of other stealthy wealthy folks for this story, I found a few commonalities. One is not knowing the money is coming to you until it does and being kind of thrown by it. That happened to Adam when he was maybe 21 years old. And it also happened to a guy named Burke Stansberry, who inherited more than a million dollars when he was about 19, with more to come. And I remember the day when my dad sort of sat down and, and gave me a, a four-page printout of my uh, investments and my trust fund, and I laughed. I mean, it, it sort of, more than anything, it struck me as like totally ridiculous that I would have that kind of money. This is also around the time that Burke started to blossom into the full-fledged political activist he is now, working mainly around issues of economic justice and wealth disparity. And he ultimately came to believe that people were poor in the world because other people were rich. And because I had just realized that I was a millionaire, I saw myself on, on the wrong side of that divide. Um, that, was, that was the moment where I, I started to enter into pretty deep depression, basically, because of feelings of, of shame and guilt around who, who I was and, and my background. And also a feeling of isolation. After all, there aren't a lot of friendly ears available to the problems of the wealthy. But he's a lot more open about his financial situation now, in part because of an organization he joined called Resource Generation. It's been featured on the show before. Mainly it helps wealthy young people leverage their money toward the causes they care about. But it also hosts these group sessions where members can talk about problems that might be unrelatable to their friends. I call it my rich kids unpack their shit. 
group. This is Rachel Shragas, another member of Resource Generation. Um, and I say to people, like, you are so glad that I have rich kids unpack their shit group because otherwise I might want to unpack it on you. And, like, that's not appropriate because <laughs> um, it's actually, even if it's really stressful to be rich, it's really stressful to be poor, right, in ways I don't know. Rachel sort of came out about her wealth when she became involved in the Occupy movement thinking she should be transparent about being a one percenter herself. She's in grad school for art right now and deals with the fact of her wealth in her work. There's this one piece where she essentially organizes her thoughts into different colored shapes, sort of like thought balloons. Like this one. It says, I've heard people joke that the most important tool for an artist to have is a trust fund, and I think it's kind of true. Um, and so I was like, well, that sentiment is both about art and class privilege, so I'm going to do it in this yellowy-green color. And so then when I but did that, there are still moments when it's just hard to join a basic conversation, she says, order, like when people are commiserating, as people do, about not having enough money. At different points in my life, I would play along in that game, right? And be like, oh, I'm broke. And... I was like, oh, when I mean I'm broke, I mean that there's no more in my checkings account and I just have to transfer some more, right? Like, that's not what other people mean. They mean broke. And so sometimes you just have to, like, not talk, right? Like, not say anything. So, yes, the stealthiness can come out of embarrassment of riches, but it also might be because their experience isn't relevant to the conversation. We're all different. I could enjoy a conversation about what it's like not to be insanely handsome. And after all, Money's personal. I think a lot of us feel like we have a right to know when someone's extremely wealthy. But if that person doesn't know you very well, why should they talk about it? In New York, I'm Sean Cole for Marketplace.